It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax, and think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to monday.com. Hello, everybody, and welcome back to the P1 podcast with Matt and Tommy. It's a big one today. It's a huge topic of discussion, debate, and perhaps controversy if you want to go completely left field with what you think will happen in Lewis Hamilton's career uh, from here on in. Uh, but this, there, there is a lot of different opinions, Tommy. We've obviously gone online and done a bit of market research to see what people are thinking. And they're thinking everything. Yep, he is the most divisive driver in F1. Uh, and that is just comes with success. Uh, there's no surprise that as uh, soon as someone does well and is successful, they're the drivers that have a huge fan base, but also a huge pe- like group of people that doubt them or think they're overrated or think they're underrated or whatever. So um, yeah, Hamilton is uh, a spicy debate at the moment, and uh, there's a lot of opinions flying around about what what's going to happen next. They certainly are, and we're going to share two more, myself and Tommy's. Uh, now, during our race podcast, we had this question sent in from On Wayne Selig. Cool. That's definitely how you... <laughs> or that, whatever, that, whatever you just said. Brilliant. Uh, Hamilton couldn't pass Russell with softer tyres. His performance coach has left, and the FIA are harassing him about his jewellery. I think harassing is a bit, a bit strong. Yeah. Uh, how much more is he going to take before he calls it a day? Now, this entire topic is, is far too spicy and far too in-depth for just a five-minute chat and a race review. So we've decided to dedicate a whole podcast, not just to that question, but to the overall topic of Hamilton, how he's potentially feeling and the future ahead for him. Now that one, I guess we can sort of look at now. It's it's a difficult one, really. I think I, I said it in the race review that I wasn't particularly blown away by Hamilton's performance uh, in Saudi. I genuinely thought at one point he was kind of come steaming through the field uh, with the the preferential tyres, the mediums were definitely the tyre uh, to be on in Saudi, but he just couldn't extract the performance that, that he needed. Russell played a little bit of a, well, you know, coming over the team radio and saying, well, Hamilton, you know, can we just focus on in front and was playing that sort of, I'm not scared of you approach to his teammate, who is a seven time Formula One world champion. And Russell's just joined this team only last year. So it was a big statement uh, of intent. So we didn't hear much from Lewis's side of the team radio and whether he had anything to complain about uh, with regards to this, but I guess they weren't fighting for the victory so maybe there was less at stake in, in Hamilton's eyes but you have that you had the performance coach leaving and the FIA harassing about his jewellery I think the jewellery thing's really not as big as everyone makes out I think Hamilton's just a case of nah mate I, I want to wear what I want and the FIA are like okay but no but yes but no but yes uh, so yeah overall that one not really that fussed about the performance coach one I think is the biggest thing which maybe highlights all is not well in the Hamilton camp no, we mentioned that briefly. Uh, I think it was in one of our 
previews about uh, yeah Angela leaving and very strange that she's left after a second race of a season not like it was a one clean race, wasn't it sorry it was one before, race of yeah, a season yeah not like a clean cut um, at the end of a season or something so we'll go into that a bit later in terms of Hamilton and Russell yeah Russell said looked more team leader like if if you want to say that because a lot of people thought he'd just slot into that not Bottas role I don't think he was ever going to do that but maybe just a bit more settled and know that his time will come when uh, Hamilton does call it a day but he is not wanting he's not going to lie down and uh, I think Hamilton's um, interview afterwards was actually quite telling that this is this is the same for every driver so i'm not before everyone goes oh you're so hating on him and stuff like this every competitive and great driver in formula one is a very sore loser basically and hamilton looked very uh i I got the vibe that he was a bit pressed by the fact that you know russell had beaten him and he was very dismissive of the fact that oh it was all just set up and i chose the wrong one but normally i choose the right one so it's not not a problem Let's see if that is the case 20, 22 races time or uh, are we? is it going to get spicy between him and Russell? And how I see it as well, this, this teammate rivalry between Russell and Hamilton, it has been quite amicable. We have had a few moments. Miami comes to mind last year where they went very close wheel to wheel racing there. But how I see Russell as a driver is he's only going to get better. And he's very much in the infancy of his career. He's only been in Formula One for a handful of years. Obviously, most of that with Williams, then going to Mercedes last year. And I feel like as the more and more he beds into this team and the more years he gets under his belt, the, the better he's going to get. Whereas Hamilton is obviously a lot older. You, you have to say probably has we've seen the best of Hamilton. You can't imagine he's going to get even better as the years go on from here as he you know very quickly will will end up 40 years old. But I don't think Alonso is in his prime either as much as he's driving really well. I don't think he is the best Fernando Alonso we've ever seen. That was definitely more the Renault days, uh, in my opinion. Um, so yeah, I, it could be a very interesting dynamic should Hamilton stay at Mercedes for a few more years where that performance shift may well go more towards Russell. I still think Hamilton over the course of a season will beat Russell. I, I still believe that. And this setup explanation he gave, I, I have no reason to, to not believe that. But I feel as though those days of Hamilton having an edge over Russell will become less and less and less as the races go by. Yeah, he can't just expect going forward to be completely owning Russell. Uh, I think it's quite clear that that's not going to happen because last year, I know there was the setup thing and I know Hamilton was experimenting a lot, but it is still no mean feat for George Russell to beat Hamilton over a season, never mind his first season as a Mercedes driver. You know, we went into seasons knowing that Hamilton, it was almost an inevitability that Hamilton was going to win the world championship if the Mercedes was good because you're like, well, Bottas isn't. And if the Mercedes is good, Hamilton's champion. And we had years of just expecting that. And now uh, Hamilton's got a teammate that isn't going to roll over for him and is competitive. Certainly is. Let's now move to the big question then, shall we? Lewis Hamilton, what is next? Uh, Before we dive into our opinions on what we think is going to happen, 
which will be very exciting. Uh, we asked all of you on our YouTube community page, uh, 73,000 of you, in fact, voted about when you think he'll decide to call it a day. 20% said this year. 25% said 2024, 31% said 2025, and 24% of you said 2026 or later. That is the most evenly split thing I've ever seen for 73,000 yep. people voting. And no one can agree. <laughs> and no, nobody can agree, which firstly means there's no right answer. Not yet, anyway. He hasn't said anything. Um, but it creates a fascinating debate. Of course, Hamilton's contract is up at the end of this year. He, I think he just wants that flexibility. You can have that as a seven-time world champion to be like, well, I'll assess my options at the end of the year. You're not necessarily a Bottas who is, is clinging on for a, another year and, and Mercedes kind of stringing him along a little bit. Like, yeah, you can have one more year and then we'll then we'll see how it goes. I don't think there's any chance of Hamilton being replaced at Mercedes. It's more of a case of, does Lewis look elsewhere? Um, so what do we think is the big question now? Tommy, tell me yours first. It's really hard to say what I think because I can totally understand why this poll is so split because at the end of the day, his contract is up. So if he was going to say, nah, I'm done, now's the time to do it if he's not going to decide to go to another team or doesn't want to renew at Mercedes and things aren't going the way they want, then you've got a rule change coming up. But then the rule change seems almost a little bit too far away that he's going to be past his peak. And then even if he did get that car, is it just a case of, you know, one more chance, one more chance, one more chance. How, how far does he go? And he said he's not done yet. Um, I find this a really difficult question to answer. I'd probably say at the end of 2025, but I wouldn't even say I'm even 50% sure I think that's the case. I think it's just so split. And there's a reason why this poll is so incredibly divided because other other people uh, in Formula One, you can kind of guess their career paths a bit more. And when you think their time's coming to an end, you know, someone like Sebastian Vettel, uh, it kind of felt, Although people would say now that, oh, Aston Martin got good. But you felt like his career was winding down and he was in, in that kind of period. Same with like a Kimi Raikkonen. Hamilton, you just don't know. So 2025, but I'm literally just throwing a dart at a dartboard. <laughs> and you're not very good at darts, I've seen no. you. Um, <laughs> so I think it's very performance-based. If Mercedes whack on the Red Bull aerodynamic approach and all of a sudden next year they're challenging for wins they're challenging for titles I could see him oh, I was going to say I could see him retiring earlier but then would he retire if he's winning races and winning championships with a team it's like no, Alonso so. he's finally got that car I, I know Hamilton will not be in a case where it's like oh finally I've got a car that's good because he's had a car yeah. for so long but when you're in that position it's almost even harder to let go but then it's really hard to let go because you don't have a good car. It's exactly. Kind of, it's so it, difficult. I feel I feel I genuinely believe that if Hamilton had secured his eighth title in 2021 He's gone at the and then saw that the 2022 car was as bad as it was, I think he would have retired at the end of last year. 100%. That's that's how I see it. Uh, now that he's in this position, as much as very calm, composed, well, maybe a little bit less composed at the moment. We've seen a few uh, outbursts from him this year about Mercedes not listening to him and so on. But I feel as though 
It's so difficult, isn't it? Oh my goodness me! <laughs> I, I, I just keep turning and throwing about it. It's it's <clears> such <throat> a difficult question to answer, but uh, I don't know because yet the frustration. But then I think that he's hanging on to try and obviously get that eighth title as much as he is composed. It has hurt him a lot what happened in 21. There is no denying about that. As as much as he'll try and mask it and not talk about it, that must absolute for anyone in that situation, it would destroy them because they put their heart and soul into the, one of the most colossal championship fights and then it got taken away through external means. So now I think he... This is where it's quite, a, quite an interesting and perhaps might be of detriment to him is that he is trying to cling on for another world title and he may go through another two or three years of pain where the Mercedes car isn't good enough. I feel as though in this situation right now, he will see until 2026 if Mercedes aren't good enough in the next few years. He's got to see at least one year of the new regs just in case Mercedes or whoever he's with has that car to win, but then, but then, if he's in twenty twenty six and then he starts winning everything, then he won't want to leave. Yeah, I know. Oh, right. it's and that's why there's twenty percent, twenty five percent, thirty one percent, and twenty four percent across the four options we gave. Uh, so it's it's a fascinating topic. I'd love for people to send us uh, your thoughts, whether that's on social media to our Matt P One Tommy accounts or in the description if you're uh, on YouTube as well, because it's one of those where. It's not set in stone. I don't think it's set in stone for him either. I, I, I don't honestly think he don't knows. think he's made no. that. No. I don't think he has a has a clue because he did that lie detector thing on Sky and said, you know, I'm not retiring until I get my eighth. But if that if that car doesn't improve and then maybe they don't improve again in twenty twenty six, does he just keep going till he's fifty and hopping around teams hoping that one day it happens. It's easy to say I'm not retiring to my eighth, but you need that uh, fortune and a good car to, to fall to you to be able to do it. And as well, he's, he's going to have that difficult moment where as he does get older, we're literally talking just about biology and nature here, you know, natural de- degradation of humans and not being as good as you once was. But having that part of you that's like, I really want my eighth, but you are slowly on a, a downward curve in terms of your performance that must be such a difficult thing to know when is actually right to stop Fernando Alonso has proved that you can do it at 41 years old but he's in a position where he's got a really good car and also a teammate that you wouldn't put up there as someone that could win a world title sorry Stroll I don't think you're going to be a world champion if Aston Martin is good Stroll is Alonso's Bottas yeah whereas right now Hamilton's not in the setup that he would need to comfortably say, oh, I could win a world title at Mercedes if the if the car's good enough, because you'll have a, a prime George Russell that you're up against. Yeah. Yeah, he's fight if if Mercedes did fix that car, he's fighting not just for Stappen, he's fighting George Russell. So it's not it's not as easy as, oh, give me give me the car I need and I'm I've got the championship because it's quite clear that George isn't a number two driver. Absolutely. This is a fascinating topic. I hope you're enjoying this uh, this podcast. Zach underscore underscore 17 asks, do you think Lewis still has the belief that Mercedes can be contenders soon? Or are these recent frustrations actually the realisation that it won't happen anytime soon at Merck? 
I think he still has the belief. I think he has to. It'd be harsh of him to lose all belief in Mercedes after winning eight constructors' titles and seven drivers' titles. Obviously, not all of them for him, but the majority. Uh, for him to give up on Mercedes, I don't think it's the right decision. And also as well, when you look around, where else could he go where he could be more confident of a decent car that is an, is a realistic option for him? That's That's the yeah. thing, right? Yeah, true. I mean, Hamilton, yeah, his belief in Mercedes, he's, we said it in, we did a podcast about it and how he kind of popped off at Mercedes a little bit by saying they didn't listen to me. But he's not saying he doesn't trust them completely. But I do think there are... He's not done a tossed. No. He's just said like, I don't trust any of the AlphaTauri crew. <laughs> yeah, or he's not done a... It doesn't feel like a situation like maybe an Alonso or something when he was at McLaren for example and you just know he's had enough and he's going and there's absolutely no way he's staying there to the end of the year Uh, it doesn't feel like that even with a few comments here and there and he just doesn't I think he's still got the belief there but it probably just stings that they say everything that happened in Abu Dhabi and now He's seeing Max Verstappen breeze past him on the straight like he's driving a Formula 2 car and Max is in a Formula 1 car. It's, it's crazy. And um, yeah, I saw... The, the thing with Hamilton is as well, I remember the everyone mentions the comment from Toto Wolff about everyone's got a target on their back. But I saw a clip the other day that's now aged incredibly badly that at the start of 2022 a journalist asked him you know how do you feel if Mercedes got the rules wrong like what what would happen and he's so dismissive and it's that it's that quote of my team don't make mistakes why why would I possibly think that and they have and they did in 2022 and they have in 2023 and that's gotta it's gotta hurt him because he has been used to for so long it's been nearly a decade where he just goes into a season and he knows he's got a car to deliver the championship. Smallest violin in the world, though, I would argue. Uh, <laughs> well, <laughs> for yeah. all the other drivers on the grid. like People that have oh, never won a race. Hulkenberg's a... not ever got a podium and Hamilton's like, I'm not going to get my 104th win. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, it's, it is crazy to think. But then that is the expectations that he has, right? And once so, you're so used to something, yeah, once you're so used to winning... That's what you expect from a team every single time. And you know, he's proved that he can deliver world titles consistently when he's given the, the car to win. Um, so, yeah, I don't think he's too frustrated with Mercedes right now, but we'll have to keep an eye, keep an, keep an ear out. A few, few more George saying no to letting him pass than maybe. Yeah, perhaps. Next question, pit underscore perspective. How did the replacement of Bottas with Russell affect Lewis? Of course, Bottas being the best wingman ever. Uh, Do you remember that? That was good old Bottas. Those were the days, eh? How did the replacement affect Lewis? I don't think... It's difficult to really measure if the changing of teammates has affected him. If anything, you you would think having healthy competition will help you push forward and push the team forward and make them better. So I'm not really of the opinion that it's affected Lewis much, if at all, having a different teammate. He's had other teammates in the past. I guess Rosberg didn't end so well. 
but they're not fighting tooth and nail, Lewis and, and George. So I, I don't feel as though that it's a particularly difficult thing for him to have processed. I think opposite people will be happy to hear Ooh, that we've got a differing opinion argument <laughs> yeah because hamilton really wanted bottas to stay he when we had the whole who will they pick bottas and russell hamilton was bottas's biggest cheerleader and saying that you know we've got a good thing going here why would you fix why would you change it because people would argue bottas wasn't delivering and wasn't very good um but when they did have the dominant car you want someone that's not going to challenge him and of course Hamilton uh he says he wants the challenge but I think when you've got that you're in that position um he probably does have in the back of his mind that Mercedes could deliver me a car now where I can win the championship but they've signed an extremely talented driver that is going to be my replacement one day not not my replacement my predecessor uh you know he was there to to join take uh, take over when hamilton does decide to call it a day but he's already kind of gone in there and not not seemed to he's not fitted that mold he's fitted that mold of well no i'm here to win and he's the one that got that that win for them them last year so i think there will be a little bit but then i wonder how much that does play on his mind as well of the team didn't listen to me because I wanted Bottas and I'm sure um, Red Bull probably listened to Max Verstappen over who he wants as a teammate. Yeah, I suppose it is an interesting dynamic. Of course, Mercedes have to put the team first as much as Hamilton's desires of X, Y and Z are there. And yeah. I'm sure they try and fit a lot of what he asks for. They can't just stick. Bottas was never going to be the number one at Mercedes. We could see that from day yeah. one, really. So I can see exactly why Mercedes did it. And yeah. there could have been I, a yeah. risk of losing him as well if they'd have, if, if they'd have said no, another year at Williams. Look at Piastri. Yeah. That was that was a lot quicker of a situation and, and a different situation. But Russell, I'm sure, I'm sure if Toto, if he was still, if Russell was still in that Williams, he'd he'd be there talking to Red Bull, Ferrari, everyone going, nah, I'm done with Mercedes. They're not promoting me. Hamilton's there saying, I'm not going to leave till May 8th. And it doesn't look like he's ever, like, then he'd wonder if he's ever going to get that seat. So you can see why why Mercedes did it. And it's just how it's kind of played out with the stages of their careers. Interesting. I still don't believe he's been emotionally <laughs> affected by uh, by his change of teammate, but fair enough. Look, we, we agree to disagree. What a great time here on the P1 <laughs> podcast. Small details are big surfaces. Tight corners are odd shapes. Flat, rounded, textured, or tall. Whatever your next project, there's a spray paint pattern that's just right. Because Rust-Oleum's new Custom Spray 5-in-1 gives you control with five different spray patterns. So you can tackle nooks, crannies, edges, and curves without worrying about drips, runs, uneven coverage, or anything else. Custom Spray 5-in-1. Only from Rust-Oleum. Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway. Like European linen 
premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com slash trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. This episode is sponsored by Tennis Channel Plus. Step onto the legendary clay courts of Roland Garros, where the world's best players battle it out at the French Open for a chance to win a Grand Slam title. Tennis Channel Plus is your place to watch. Stream every court from your phone or smart TV live in HD. See the action unfold as legends fight for glory and new rivalries emerge. Daily live coverage begins Monday, May the 20th, with match replays on demand so you never miss a moment. From the first serve to the final point, the French Open promises unforgettable moments and new chapters in tennis history. Stream now with Tennis Channel Plus to be there when it happens. Next question. Jan underscore Krubasic. If Russell beats him in back-to-back seasons, could that be the killer blow for his career and motivation? No. I, I am genuinely of the opinion that Hamilton doesn't really care unless it was for the title. So if he's fourth, fifth in the championship, yeah, there might be a bit of, oh, that's a bit annoying. You know, oh, he's beating me in the standings. But I don't think he's going to lose sleep over it. He would if George Russell becomes world champion and Hamilton misses out over the course of a season and gets outperformed by George. But to be beaten to fourth or third or fifth in the championship, I don't think he cares at all. No, it's it's only going to be a problem when or if Mercedes deliver that car and George is beating him then. Um, so, yeah. Have you changed uh, your opinion? Because I know before we were like saying Hamilton is still the better driver of this course of season. The start of this season, Tommy, are you a bit more of the opinion that George has stepped up a tiny bit or I think where, where George is, sitting? I think George has stepped up. I still think Hamilton will, normal races, have the race pace. And I, I think I could see... George may be out-qualifying Hamilton a fair bit uh, during the season. Then Hamilton maybe comes back in in the races and uh, kind of more like what we saw in Bahrain. But I think think Russell is getting to the point where... I think it's getting to the point now where it could go either way in races rather than me thinking that Hamilton is going to win all the time and then Russell might get a few chances. Yeah, I felt like it sat maybe last year as thinking maybe it was a 70-30 in in terms of Hamilton coming out on top. And it feels as though more it might be towards the 60-40, perhaps even 50-50 when it comes to who's actually going to come out on top in this season Mm. in the Mercedes pairing. And well, let's see how that one goes. Hamilton and Russell now is what I expected Sainz and Leclerc to be like, but it hasn't been. And I could, you could argue that what's happening with Leclerc and science is how I expected Hamilton and Russell to be, but it's not. So, role reversal. So what you're saying, Tommy, is that you're completely washed. I just, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this no, is why I'm exactly I get zero same. in the predictions. <laughs> <laughs> no, I'm exactly the same. I'm completely on board with with that opinion for sure. Next question, Callum Nova. Do you think Mercedes is freezing him out on purpose? No. I don't I don't really understand freezing him out in terms of just trying to make him leave like mm. I I'm I'm not of that opinion at all I think Mercedes owe a lot to Hamilton and Hamilton owes a lot to Mercedes like that is a, a very much a, a partnership that has 
had you know title record breaking um period in, in formula one so i don't think there's any kind of animosity from anybody within mercedes to try and get hamilton to move elsewhere realistic i just don't see that being at all like zero percent that mercedes are trying to get rid of him no they're definitely not trying to get rid of him but i think they are i guess i guess with russell they were they, they didn't um they didn't completely go with what Hamilton wanted in terms of like keeping Bottas. It kind of goes back to that. They had to do what they needed to do. So it's not it's not a case of it's Hamilton's team uh, and we're going to completely sacrifice ourselves for Hamilton. But I don't think they're trying to just kick him out and let him go. But it does pose an interesting question that they're, they've now got two drivers who are performing very similar and um yeah one that you think if you had to pick one right now who would you go with because you've got hamilton who's an incredible multiple champion but not got many years left and you say that he's probably on a downward slope not huge downward slope but tailing off and george who's now matching hamilton and doing well and has got so much of his career ahead of him and only going to get better and probably 10% of his salary as well. <laughs> so I wonder what I wonder what it would be if you had to if Mercedes had to decide tomorrow they could only have one of them. I wonder who they'd pick. Yeah, it'd be George. Uh, I think if yeah. you're looking into the future and their prospects for 10 years time, Hamilton's not going to be in Formula 1. Uh, so it makes sense from a business perspective. So yeah, it's a good point. I think freezing him out absolutely not, but not pandering to everything that Hamilton wants is perhaps a better way of saying that that that's the kind of angle that that Mercedes uh, are going with. Tobias H underscore F1. Do you think the sudden departure of Angela Cullen hints at a retirement soon? Now, this one, I, I just can't get my head around. I don't know why. Uh, you know, I'm not going to go into it or speculate because it might well just have been personal circumstances for Angela who you know we don't know anything about in terms of she hasn't come out and said anything. It's, it, it's very weird to have her leave after one race. So that's why it looks as though it's more sort of personal and that's why you can't really speculate on it. But But from Hamilton's side, it is a big shift. It's someone that's always been around him in race weekends and that familiarity and just it's it is it must be something that that changes and shifts your mindset to it being feeling a little bit more foreign when you're actually there at a grand prix you don't have that comfort of knowing that andrew's going to do this that and the other for you and and whoever then slots into that position there's always going to be a few teething problems and things won't go as smoothly as as perhaps they did before or you know, you pick up his dog and, oh, where's the dog? You know, all kinds of things that could be like very <laughs> tiny things, but they, they they can add up because you want as seamless uh, and as least, as least, as less stressful, one or the other, um, a weekend <laughs> as possible. And that's someone like your trainer that can be alongside you and always uh, helping you at every, at every stage. Yeah, she was uh, super reliable to him and, um, you know, she was there through all his huge successes so i will speculate but don't don't take it as a uh, any kind of factual information this is just obviously 
everyone has an opinion. Trust me, no one ever takes any of what we say as factual information, <laughs> Tommy. Come I just on. want to check. <laughs> I just want to make sure that we are You're just like, fans well, going, this is what I think. Um, I've not heard in the anything. Daily Mail. Tom yeah. Bellingham says... Tom Bellingham from P1 thinks that Hamilton... Yeah. Um, I When I first saw this, my opinion was that I wonder if she's... Hamilton's there. He wants to get his eighth. Angela kind of thought, I'm going to stick with Lewis into another year. Hopefully he gets that eighth title. She's seen that the Mercedes is absolutely awful. Hamilton's going to want to get his eighth and, and gone, oh, Hamilton's going to stay for it. Lewis is going to stay for another like six, seven years here. Nah. Bye. <laughs> also, absolutely awful. Let's let's put this into perspective. Well, this the is Mercedes the, this is, is not the thing. absolutely awful. We, uh, as much yeah. as we're like, oh, well, they always won all the time, and now it's not as good a car. It is not an awful car. They no. are still let, let to the McLaren fans out there. That's that's an awful car. Okay, <laughs> like just wanted to uh, to cover that one off. But do you really think Angela, who has all of these years with him, will surely have a, a level of loyalty to Hamilton? Would bin him off after the first race? of the year because the car's rubbish i don't i wouldn't say bin him off but just kind of gone maybe it was always planned but it just just seemed weird timing but if it wasn't planned maybe it's just a case of look lewis i i can't i don't want to go into another crazy long season doing this and um yeah i don't know we'll never know Unless one day she writes a Angela book, Angela puts something. a book. Yeah, yeah a nice little book. That'll spicy. be that'll be ideal for her. That'll be that'll, that'll make her some cash. Yeah. Um, let's speak about uh, Hamilton then. His next move. What will it be? Of course, mentioned that his contract expires at the end of the season. And W. J. Kederman asks, should he switch teams? And if yes, to which one? <laughs> Goodness gracious me, we spoke about Lando previously and whether he should move and where he should go. Now we're on to Hamilton. Should he switch teams? Okay, my brain and my heart are two different things, okay? (laughs) My brain is saying, God, no, don't change. Just stick with Mercedes. They have the track record that hardly any other teams have in this modern era. Why would you go to another team and roll the dice at the end of your career? My heart is saying... God, just go and convince Horner to have a little one-season pop with Red Bull for Stappen versus Hamilton in the same team. (laughs) Oh, my God, drive to survive. They will be absolutely drooling and licking their lips over that one. But no, my brain is saying absolutely not. It makes no sense. It doesn't. It's We mentioned, you mentioned the Lando uh, topic that we had. Lando's got his whole career ahead of him. Hamilton's is winding down. We don't know how long he's got left. Um, According to the poll, it could be one year, it could be four or five. We don't know. But he is in that kind of twilight of his career and it's a big risk to move now. And I just also don't see where he's going. You mentioned Mercedes and I obviously kind of half jesting that the car was terrible because it's terrible for a Mercedes, but they are third in the Constructors' title. They're joint, actually, second if you don't count on kind of race results. They've got exactly the same points as Aston Martin. So if you look at where Hamilton could go, the only step up is Red Bull. Christian Horner today has been asked by Sky and he said, nah, <laughs> that's not going to happen. Let's go with the uh, actual quote. Yeah. Go on. Go on, you read the quote. You're better reading than I am. Okay, here we go. So Horner was asked by Sky, 
um, about Hamilton. And, and, he, and he said basically around Perez and Verstappen, they are committed as a pair for not only this season, but next season as well. So I can't see where we would be able to accommodate Lewis. But I'm sure they're going to sort their issues out and we're certainly not writing him off yet. That's not writing him off in the sense of how I understand it of Mercedes not being written off and that they, yeah. once they whack on some new no, side we're not pods, writing him off. Exactly. To join the team. Yeah, he, he wouldn't join Red Bull. He's not he's not a fit there. I imagine all the kind of bad blood between... It, oh, but can we have an alternate reality? Just, I just swap. want to see how that would work. You know? Do a swap where Verstappen is working with, uh, with Toto and uh, Horn is working with Hamilton and they're in slagging each other off uh, <laughs> that way, <laughs> imagine. But no, he... he Red Bull's the only place he can go that's better than Mercedes right now. Aston Martin is a weird one. Some people saying, oh, well, Alonso will retire soon. But for me, that's a sideways step. They're going to have... Alonso's going to be here for another four years. Come on, yeah. easy. But he, even if he does, I do think Mercedes would be the team to get it right eventually. And then Ferrari, I'd love to see it. I would absolutely... That, for me, is my heart would want to see that. And, yeah. my, and just having to watch F1 with popcorn every week because it'd be incredible. Could he change the mentality there? But even that, I think that would also create problems of, well, what's that message to someone like Charles Leclerc who's put his faith in Ferrari? You're going to piss him off as well if you sign someone like Hamilton. So I just, I just, it's easy to say, oh, he should move from Mercedes. And that's something that, you know, tabloids and people have jumped on now but where can he go and think the sad reality if you're a Hamilton fan and don't believe in Mercedes is there's no way he can go that's better than where he is right now exactly you 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 eloquently pointed that out that they have potentially the well maybe the third fastest car they're they are second joint second in the constructors but the reason why I didn't say my heart in Ferrari, as much as I'd love to see it, I'm concerned that Charles Leclerc get beaten. So I just don't want to see that, to be honest with you. Uh, Hamilton going into into Ferrari, because my, my heart would be completely and utterly um, bedazzled. That's not a word, but um, just confused. You know what I mean? Like Ferrari would start yeah. potentially winning with Hamilton, but it wouldn't be Leclerc. And then I'd be like, wait, what do I do now? How does my brain work? So um, yeah, it's not going to happen. It's going to be Mercedes all day long. It doesn't make any sense. Aston, yeah. Alonso's not leaving. It's not It's not going to happen. It, Alonso will, will, as I said, will need to be dragged out of that cockpit, kicking and screaming, if uh, if he is to leave that that team. And I think Lawrence Stroll wants him. It's, uh, it's a good thing to have. And if Alonso starts getting a little bit worse a few years down the line as he gets older and older, and then Lance Stroll starts beating him, oh, God, Lawrence Stroll's like, yes, please. My son's beating a world champion, a multiple world champion. Um, but yeah, uh, as much as we'd love to... Be imagine uh, use our imagination to think of Red Bull or Ferrari. It just has to be Mercedes, especially as he's so ingrained in that team as well. But then he'll have to beat George Russell if that championship uh, winning car comes out of that Mercedes factory. But you bet we're putting him in some Red Bull overalls for the thumbnail. Oh yeah, you best believe it. <laughs> uh, and you clicked it, so thanks for thanks for being here. Next question, Alex presents. Do you think Lewis will race anywhere else later on in life? Indy, NASCAR, Formula E, etc. No, no, next. <laughs> Um, there's no I never. don't think I'm pretty sure Hamilton himself has said F, it's F1 or nothing for me it yeah. doesn't seem like the kind of person that I don't I don't think it's unfair 
to it's not like this is not me slandering him but i just don't think he is like a motorsport through and through he loves formula one he's loved formula one since he was a kid and he likes racing in formula one but he's not a sebastian vettel or a fernando alonso that's has his eye on Le Mans and he thinks it's really cool and wants to do a bit of NASCAR and wants to do the Dakar rally or something. He's not, he just doesn't seem that kind of character. He's got interests outside of formula one that have nothing to do with motorsport. He's into his music, he's into his fashion, he's into that kind of thing. So no, just apps, no chance. I, I would be, I think that's 0%. That's one thing I can confidently say is a 0%. <laughs> Lewis Hamilton at the end of the year <laughs> announces he's going Hamilton to Formula Mercedes Formula E. Yeah, love it. But no, I agree. I think it's no chance. He's never really stated that he wants to go and do the Indy 500 or you know any of that kind of stuff to 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 put on his accolades. He just yeah, Formula One and Formula One only, which is absolutely fine. It's the same with me and Tommy. We are you know we are primarily Formula One, and that's our focus. Now, final question. Will Hamilton get his eighth before he leaves Formula One? 18,000 of you voted in our Twitter poll and 74% of you said no. Ouch. My opinion, not that anyone wants it. (laughs) I don't think so. I think it will be one of those endings to his career, however long it, it goes on for, and I just... It's it's a really difficult thing to see where he'll get his eighth. If Mercedes don't figure it out in the next year or two, he's then in a really difficult position where, oh, he might have to move teams, but then then you have to think of an adjustment phase when you move to a new team. And he doesn't have that long left in his career to be making such drastic changes at the, you know, at in at 40 years old or whatever. Alonso's in a great position, as I said earlier, because he's up against Stroll. I don't see any other teams that are top teams where it's a guarantee if Hamilton at 39, 40 years old will win a world title if he goes up against Leclerc or if he goes up against Russell or if he goes up against Norris or whatever. I don't think it's a guarantee like he had previously with Bottas as his wingman uh, to get his eighth. So that Hamilton fans might not like hearing that, but 74% of you also think no. I thought saying no would be... uh hot take that was going to get yeah cancel get me cancelled on twitter for saying no but 74 <laughs> percent agree and that that is crazy to me i wonder what this percentage would have been at the end of 2021 start of the 2022 season probably more than 74 percent the other way it seems unheard of that we're sat here wondering so many people think it's not going to happen and i sadly don't think it will either and um yeah you mentioned alonso Alonso as well is in a unique situation where everything is so novel to him because he's had a useless car for so long and he's been waiting to make a good career choice. It's a very different situation to Hamilton where even if Mercedes became the second best car, if they're still two seconds off Red Bull, I don't think even... I'd say he doesn't care even for podiums. He'll want to win races still and top up that trophy, but it's the championship he wants. He's not there to finish on podiums and things. So, yeah. Um, God, I can't believe where I can't believe how kind of that that poll is massively swayed one way, and uh, it's hard to disagree. So you are a no. I am. What was that? <laughs> you muted your mic and all. Sorry, I am a no. <laughs> 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 
Yeah, it's such a strange thing to, to be saying out loud, as you say. I think if 2021, we'd have said, will he get his 10th, 74% would have said yes uh, <laughs> yeah, at this point, right. rather than uh, where we are now. Um, so yeah, that is a fascinating question to end this on. It's been quite a long podcast, actually. Mm. I hope you have enjoyed this discussion. Tommy, what's your final thoughts? My final thoughts, I actually have some. Um, this podcast was actually very enjoyable and i enjoyed the the kind of debate back and forth so if you guys have ideas for kind of topics that you want us to feature obviously we we saw this question and i sent it to you matt i was like we should do a whole podcast on this because this this is quite a tasty debate so if you guys have ideas um yeah drop us drop us a message because uh when we've got little uh or no racing and there's also a big old gap after australia um feel free to drop your ideas over to us Absolutely. Uh, and my one is please don't kill us, Team LH. Uh, really appreciate uh, you tuning in. Hopefully you enjoyed the discussion. It is one of the most debated topics right now, and I can't wait to see how it unfolds. I hope Hamilton doesn't retire anytime soon, just purely because I love having him in the sport, and I think that he, when he does decide to leave, it will leave a massive hole in what Formula One is, in my opinion. He carries so much weight. He is the statistically the greatest of all time. Uh, so I really do hope he does stay for a few more years. And I hope he gets his eighth as well. Otherwise, Abu Dhabi 2021 will be lauded as one of, I mean, it already kind of is, as one of the biggest sporting um, tra- controversies and travesties ever. But if he doesn't ever get his eighth, it will leave a much bigger mark, I think, on the sport than if he does eventually uh, wrap it up and get, yeah. get that eighth. Yeah, definitely. And also... Uh, another reason for him to stay is that um, he's now driving a car that has similar pace to Fernando Alonso and I need that in my life for a few more wheel-to-wheel battles between them yeah a few more years of that would be lovely even though we'd love it for them to be it for P1 rather than P3 or 4 anyway thank you so much everybody and we'll see you very soon for another piece of content bye bye P1 is a Stack production and part of the ACAST Creator Network. Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade.